Henry Harder and the Renewal Singers, I welcome you to another broadcast of What's New. I'm Ed Peters. We return today to verses 21 through 26 of Acts chapter 1. In these verses, Dr. Luke describes the process that the apostles and the rest of the 120 believers used to select a replacement for Judas. Today, we will focus on the qualifications that were needed to become an apostle. Here once again are the final six verses of Acts chapter 1, and Luke writes as follows. Therefore, one of those who bore us company all the while we had the Lord Jesus with us coming and going from John's ministry of baptism until the day when he was taken up from us, one of those must now join us as a witness to his resurrection. Two names were put forward, Joseph who was known as Barsabbas, and bore the added name of Justice, and Matthias. Then they prayed and said, Thou, Lord, who knowest the hearts of all men, declare which of these two thou hast chosen to receive this office and ministry of apostleship, which Judas abandoned to go where he belonged. They drew lots, and the lot fell on Matthias, who was then assigned a place among the twelve apostles.
The idea of casting lots was a common practice in the Old Testament. By casting lots, they were able to allow God the right of choice. The use of rocks or sticks to designate the choice was common. This incident here in Acts is the Bible's last mention of casting lots. Now here to bring us our study for today is Pastor Henry Harder. Jesus had only 12 apostles and one of them was a defector who betrayed the Lord. We should not deduce from that that one out of every 12 Christians is a traitor to the Lord. Judas' defection, however, does illustrate the point that Christians are humans and will err. In no way should that be used as a justification for sin in the camp. It is, however, a fallacy to expect only perfection from Christians or from a church. It is hard to imagine that Judas, who was so close to the Lord himself for perhaps three years, could do what he did. It illustrates the power of Satan when he is given only a toehold. Now a replacement for Judas needed to be selected. This is the task before these 120 Christians gathered in Jerusalem shortly after the disappearance of the Lord Jesus after his ascension. I want you to note several points in these verses. I'll read them, Acts chapter 1, verse 21 to 26. Therefore it is necessary to choose one of the men who have been with us the whole time the Lord Jesus went in and out among us, beginning from John's baptism to the time when Jesus was taken up from us. For one of these must become a witness with us of his resurrection. So they proposed two men, Joseph called Bar Sabas, also known as Justice, and Matthias. Then they prayed, Lord, you know everyone's heart. Show us which one of these two you have chosen to take over this apostolic ministry which Judas left to go where he belongs. Then they drew lots, and the lot fell to Matthias, so he was added to the eleven apostles. The leadership had discerned the need, and the reason for the need was carefully articulated by Peter. Now Peter does two things. He lists the qualifications of the new selection, and two, the group follows a procedure. The qualifications are two. First, the new apostle must have been with the group of disciples from the beginning, from the time that John baptized up to and including the time the Lord ascended. Second, this new apostle must have been a witness to the resurrection of Jesus. Of course, no one saw the resurrection itself, but they witnessed that Jesus indeed was alive. This is a hint that the message of the resurrection would occupy a crucial place in the teaching of the apostles. Having listed the qualifications, Peter notes the procedure of selecting a man. Apparently, two men met the qualifications. So these two names were placed in nomination by the group of 120, not by Peter alone nor by the 11. One was Bar Sabas. That name means son of the Sabbath. It may be that he was born on the Sabbath. His Gentile name was Justice. The second man to meet the qualifications was a man named Matthias, a shortened form of Mattathias, which means gift of Jehovah. Tradition says that he was either martyred in Judea or that he brought the gospel to Ethiopia. 
After selecting these two, the group prayed. Notice their prayer. They said, Show us which of these two you have chosen. They were going to cast lots. That's how they discerned the will of the Lord, and they realized that that would be God's choice. God would direct the outcome. It would not be their choice. It would be God's choice. There was no majority vote. God did the voting. The lots were probably stones on which the names of the candidates were written. The stones were then placed into a receptacle and shaken until one fell out. The name on that stone would be the chosen one. The lot fell to Matthias. There's a significant verse in the Proverbs, chapter 16, verse 33, which reads, The lot is cast into the lap, but its every decision is of the Lord. This leads me to believe that there really is no chance in such matters. This way of discovering God's mind was common in the Old Testament. But after the birthday of the church in the second chapter of Acts, it is not used by the Christians in the New Testament. The Holy Spirit was now given and was operative in the hearts and lives of the Christians, and he would direct them in their ways. Some people still use the lot or the fleece today. I personally do not, although God may lead that way. I prefer to use his word and prayer to deduce his will. I then depend on the Holy Spirit to lead me in the right decision. I have faith to believe that that method is foolproof. If the word is followed and the prayer is sincere, then why should God mislead? It wouldn't make sense. I believe that when a church searches for a pastor, for example, and prays for God's direction in the process, that when the decision is finally made, that that is God's decision. I firmly believe that to be true. It amazes me that when people of that church can so quickly oppose that choice, I believe that when the search is done by people who are honestly open to the Holy Spirit and prayer for direction is sincere, then God will lead to the right person. It wouldn't make no sense for him to mislead. Such a person should then be supported as a leader chosen by God, not by man. That's how this group looked at this choice. It was God's choice, not theirs. One final comment. In their prayer, this group said of Judas that he left to go where he belongs. The circumstances surrounding Judas did not leave much room for optimism. They wisely left the place where Judas went up to the Lord. But according to the words of Jesus, who called Judas the son of perdition, Judas was never saved never regenerated, never born again. Membership in a group, even a group so close to the Lord himself, nor even active service for him guarantees that that person really belongs to the Lord. It takes more than that. It takes a personal commitment.
New is a radio production of Creative Encounters. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 848, Chapter California, 93263, USA.